welcome back to the regular exclusive podcast with your host jace my partner in crime renee she is not here this week she's out at a wedding so i invited my buddy matt to join me to talk about a couple things and to talk a lot about rrr matt welcome to the podcast hi thank you so much (laughs) well matt I wanted to kind of open this up first. The Aquaman trailer came out this week. I watched it and what I thought we should talk about it. Did you like the first Aquaman? I can't say it was like one of my favorite movies, but it was definitely better than some of the other DC movies. Yeah. Like if you compare it to like Wonder Woman 2, <clears throat> it was a, a thousand times better. It hurts me because I love James Wan so much for all of his horror movies. And I thought the first Aquaman, I was not the biggest fan of it, but I did think the first 10 minutes of that movie with the submarine scene was like probably the coolest take on Aquaman I've ever seen. And I thought they were going to do like full blown pirate Aquaman. And then they don't. And I was really I thought they were supposed that. to do a horror movie Aquaman when they got him. It was like, that's what everyone was saying. Like it was going to be a horror movie when he goes into the trench and he fights those goblin things. <laughs> yeah. Like that would have been awesome. Yeah, and but then like it was just all the wavy underwater hair, and then when he got the gold suit, I just I hated it. So, <laughs> but <laughs> I wanted Pirate Man, Aquaman. I thought that would have been awesome. But this trailer, that one. this trailer, I don't know. It looks like a whole lot of the same. So I don't know. <laughs> do, do you feel anything about this trailer? <laughs> I like how they started off opening it with a child, and then they don't mention that child ever again in the trailer. That's true. Yeah, he's like, I'm a dad now. And then he's like, oh, and I have a full time job. And then it just goes back to doing Aquaman things. You think that he'd be important, you know, the heir to the throne or something? (sighs) Who knows? It was awful. Yeah. And then they're just, they're bringing everyone back, except when I, um, when they showed his his brother fighting on the, the beach and he like, he looked raggedy and stuff. I thought for a second that was Willem Dafoe. I did too. I had no idea who that was until I had to look it up after because I was like, who is this person? And (laughs) yeah, that was not easy to tell. But no, it's just Patrick Bateman. (laughs) uh, The weird thing with this movie, it's kind of similar like to the Shazam movie. This this movie kind of feels like it doesn't matter because like, is it part of James Gunn's reboot? Because I I thought Blue Beetle is and I very much enjoyed Blue Beetle. I heard I that didn't was good. Hear, I didn't hear anything about Aquaman continuing it. I, I just shelved it in. They already shoved away Batgirl. Just, you know, shoved <laughs> yeah. this one away too. Yeah. I, I think I just assumed that all of them were kind of getting taken off. I heard that that Jason Momoa is going to become Lobo. I think he'd be better than that than Aquaman. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Well, let's... Uh... <laughs> Let's take a little break and then let's get into the the epic that is RRR. All right, so to talk about this incredible movie, RRR, I had to invite my buddy Matt because Matt was the one who told me about it. And Matt, I have to thank you for telling me about this movie because... It's just unbelievable. <laughs> I think I think this is my favorite movie from 2022, right behind everything, every everything, everywhere, all at once. It's up there for me. It's definitely up there. Like it, it's unlike anything else from that year. That's for sure. And both of those movies are just totally outrageous. And maybe that's why I like them so much. But um, 
but yeah, so Matt, you and I have known each other for a while now. Um, we met each other uh, gaming, which is always the the funnest way to <laughs> to meet people. And it was through gaming that I learned that you and I both watch a lot of movies. You actually watch more movies than I do. <laughs> yeah, uh, my wife and I are there. We just realized we see a movie a week at least. So RRR came out in 2022. Uh basic plot for this movie because it is very basic uh, a fictitious story about two legendary revolutionaries in their journey away from home before they started fighting for their country in the 1920s uh directed by ss rajamoli i believe is the right way to pronounce it the budget for this movie was roughly when you you know translate rupees to dollars it's about a 60 million dollar movie and it did over 160 million worldwide this is the third most successful movie in india of all time and the director of this guy he actually also has the number one spot so he's this guy's essentially the uh the indian james cameron but i like these movies way more than avatar yeah, I, I, I'm right with you. Eh, first Avatar was real good, but I only saw it like once. <laughs> I, I, I prefer RRR. Yeah. Matt, the thing I wanted to ask you, the thing that's unbelievable uh, unbelievable to me is that like this movie was made for $60 million. And, you know, the graphics on this, the uh, CGI, it's not the most incredible thing. The nice thing is they tell you in the very beginning of the movie that, all the animals are CGI, so they kind of set expe expectations. But how is this movie this good on a $60 million budget? When you think of all of the other giant budget movies that have come out this year, that this movie looks better than. So, like, prime example is The Flash. Honestly, like, the CGI of the animals look a lot better than even uh, our current Aquaman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I, I more believe that was a tiger than that's, you know, King of the Sea. It's just unbelievable. It's like, this is 60 million. And how does this movie look better? And also this movie, just the writing and everything is better than a lot of these giant budget movies that are 200, 300 million dollars. Just blows my mind. But um, all right, let's just let's just get into this. So, Matt, tell me about the first time you watching this you know, before you told me about it, because I went into this totally blind, not knowing anything about it. <laughs> I remember I saw something on like Reddit or something that it, it was big and it was making a lot of money. And then it was on Netflix and like one of the hidden gems, like it was like a hidden gem article. So yeah. I convinced my wife to try it. It took a little bit of convincing because when you see the three hour runtime, it's kind of daunting. Um, <laughs> yes. So it just like, you know, bribed her with a bunch of snacks and stuff. Uh, but once it starts, it kind of hooks you in and it like once it starts it doesn't it stop. never stops no <laughs> like, like it moves from one action step piece to another uh the choreography is like really good for especially for what it is it's it's up there and i haven't watched a lot of bollywood movies but this movie like really got me in, interested in it <laughs> so no yeah it did that for me and i'll tell you it's not like i watched bohu bali one two i watched a cop series who i can't remember the name of it I watched a bunch of them like over the next two weeks after it. They're all right, but nothing like RRR. Like something about the, what they did and how they did the storyline. It, it it's really it's really good. It's really impressive. Mm -hmm. And you know, Netflix Netflix catches a lot of shit nowadays. 
But this was like the reminder for me that like Netflix is still very, very powerful. Like this movie came out and was pretty big in India. And I, it also did really well in Japan. But then, you know, months later, it came out on Netflix and then it just hit the U.S. by storm. And there was like a huge movement for this movie, like at the Oscars. India really screwed up by not picking it to for the best foreign film category. They picked another movie. I wish like, they had put it up. Uh, everyone did. <laughs> like, I think. And, but I mean, this got uh, the the best original song. And we'll get to talking about Natu Natu because, oh, my God. Is that an original hard. for the RR? Yeah, they yeah. Oh, that's, that's even better. Like that. what, what, oh, man, that's even better. <laughs> and I, I don't know if you watch the Oscars, but them performing it was awesome. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. This is news to me. So I'm going to have to go YouTube later tonight. Oh, yeah. YouTube it. It's it's great. But OK, let's let's get into this. So, I mean, the first thing is you get you get a like a, a warning, you know, kind of thing saying, hey, all this stuff that happens here um, is not real. It's you know, kind of based on some real people. Uh, but none of this is actually factual. And uh, there's also a lot of animals. They're all CGI. So that's when I read that, I was like, okay, they're going to do some stuff to these animals. And they do. <laughs> but like that yeah. whole like opening thing, I love how they, they set the, they set the ground rules. Then they do the credits. And then it's like, okay, now the movie starts buckling. We're not stopping. <laughs> it, that's definitely true. The first scene is, really it, <laughs> it just starts yeah so i mean it starts with um with the first so i mean the, the rrr stands for rise roar revolt uh and that's kind of how they frame the movie but we start with meeting our first character uh raju this opening scene of him fighting through this mob to try and arrest this guy because he's part of the british army it's one of the most intense crazy scenes i've ever seen like it's just unbelievable him jumping the fence and then just fighting through this mob of people it gets me fucking pumped <laughs> whenever oh. i watch it the dude as he's the mob guy that he's after like the facial exchange like changes as he progresses through the mob is one of the best <laughs> things about the entire movie because he goes from being cocky like confident to fearful and then being beaten the shit out of <laughs> like it's just unbelievable and then like the camera angles like when they when they dog pile on him and he's just like he's just like covered in bodies <laughs> <laughs> crawling with like 30 dudes on him bashing him up oh it's great like not not having even watched an, a trailer for this movie, I'm like, what is this movie? What is going on? <laughs> it was definitely confusing. And then he just starts beating the shit out of all these people with a stick, just chasing this guy, and then single-handedly drags him back. He gets hit by a rock. Like, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> oh, it, it's the best way to start a movie. The best way. It, yeah, it's it's hardcore and, and yeah like they they call the they call him the fire like with the first r and i it, after that i was like okay i think i got an idea what's going on like this guy is this this is not supposed to be realistic like this guy's just a freak kind of thing and then we get the next scene with our with our boy beam who we we get a full blown like jungle book scene <laughs> And I'm like, can these can this guy direct a Jungle Book adaptation? Because 
that scene's incredible where he's fighting a tiger. <laughs> Honestly, it was better than the live action John Favreau Jungle Book. <laughs> yeah, it it was so good. And the thing that I took away from it, I mean, other than like he paw like he palms a tiger. <laughs> and then like the tiger jumps and he just palms him. The takeaway is like, okay, these two guys are forces of nature. They're not so this is not supposed to be a realistic movie. These two are just they're kind of like demigods. Mm-hmm. And um the thing I wanted to throw at you, Matt, is just from the first two scenes alone, they established that these guys are essentially superheroes. Oh, for sure. I think RRR might be the best superhero movie ever made. It's not a superhero movie, Ooh. but I think, I think they did the formula. They they showed the formula of how to do an amazing superhero movie, un- intentionally or unintentionally. Because these yeah. guys, they, they establish superhero logic. Then everything else that happens in this movie is covered by it. Yeah, I agree with that. No, I, yeah, I'm with you. It, Beam was such an interesting like start, too, because you don't really expect anything from him. And he mm-hmm. ruined like, through the entire movie. I still hate him through the entire movie but that's just personal <laughs> so wait so so why why do you hate him <laughs> just you have the guy's just so pretty and like right when you know that two people are introduced you know that there's going to be something in the movie that go that makes you pick one over the other and i ain't choosing against the pretty boy dude raju is fucking gorgeous it's <laughs> a is one of a kind and a true piece of art like as as a man who's who's been working on his mustache now for a little while, I watched this in awe. Like I recently just watched the uh, Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile, and that's an incredible mustache. But uh, this guy's mustache and then his just chiseled face, like he looks like he could have been cast in the Barbie movie as Bollywood Barbie. Oh my he's, goodness, he's, I he's so it. chiseled. Like, such a sharp face. Like, he looks like Indian Ken. And I was like, this should have happened. <laughs> if I could grow a beard half or even a quarter as well, I would be a happy, happy man. <laughs> but yeah, so they essentially established each of his forces and natures. But then they also, I, this is where I just loved the writing of this. Like, they established them as polar opposites. Like, Raju is just this fire, just total intensity and raju's like kind of a pacifist like he's a protector he only yeah, fights they did when he fire has and to. ice imagery in it which i liked like <laughs> they did such a good job with the imagery too like throughout the entire thing yeah and then it like the, it also goes back like they establish these characters and then they actually like make them intertwine and then like the the like the second half of this first part of the movie is just like one of the best bromance movies ever like these guys <laughs> just become best friends and like it's like i love you man it's that's so why i was <laughs> the bridge scene when they're swinging underneath i can't did we just become oh. best friends that's the same thing oh that okay that bridge scene is unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> what what a way to introduce two characters like the, the bridge scene, I was like, this is Fast and the Furious level, and I love it. Oh, like, dude, when he wrapped himself in the flag and went through the flames. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Talk about a heart stopper. Well, and like we're only about 30 minutes into the movie, and we've already gotten three crazy action scenes. 
Yeah. It's like this movie is three hours long, but man, do they do they not waste your time with it? <laughs> like, and nothing seems like extraneous. Like nothing seems like not necessary to the like overall story. Like it's really like streamlined for three hours. And this movie also like for how ridiculous it is, it's also great. Like they don't take it too seriously at certain points. Like the fact that Raju and Beam like were doing hand signals from the bridge to the beach and they're like yeah i got it i got it <laughs> yeah eagle-eyed vision right <laughs> so good but yeah then they they become best friends and uh i don't know if it's just me but all the scenes of like raju teaching beam how to how to talk to women is, <laughs> with it's it's fucking cute. Like it's adorable. <laughs> when he, when they when he nailed the road so they would blow up uh Jenny's tire and they were he was so proud of himself for such a fucking destructive act for a police officer to do. Yeah. It's like are you kidding me? I mean and then and then Beam is just so pleased. He's like a little puppy dog the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny like how how like suave Raju is, and then just like how naive and innocent <laughs> Beam is. Like Beam kind of just like reminds me of like a like a little kid talking. Oh, just to a an big adult. puppy, a bit yeah. like a big lab with nothing going on behind the brain. Oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> but then yeah, so then we ultimately like get to um to the the not to not to dance scene. Oh. And of all of the things that I was not expecting in this movie, even the craziness I've seen up to this point, I no way in hell was I expecting this movie to have a dance off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was expecting some kind of dance in it because, you know, in Bollywood. India, <laughs> Bollywood, like, yeah, we got to get something in it, but not a straight up dance off between uh, Indians and British. Like that was amazing. And some real shitty British people. Like, oh man, I loved it. Just being a total dick. <laughs> oh, my! The only thing I have, the only issue I have with that scene is he knew how to dance that dance. <laughs> he could salsa, <laughs> right? Oh man, I didn't know it was an original. That makes it so much even cooler. But this reminded me more of like I don't know, like uh, step up or stomp the yard, <laughs> drumline. Like this was a dance battle. <laughs> <laughs> like it does. Oh man, if only they had Channing Tatum as a British guy, that would have been perfect. <laughs> Just a little cameo. <laughs> I mean, Ray Stevenson in the movie is a primary like antagonist. Like, of course, we can fit in Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah, well, and Channing Tatum is ha, is known to just pop in for a cameo. He's yeah, done he, it several times. <laughs> he's game. <laughs> but the the not to not to thing it it highlights really like this movie has incredible action scenes, great choreography, great stuff happening. the The score for this movie is just it goes so hard, like. The music in the opening scene with the mob, the music with the tiger chase, like all the music is so intense. The score is incredible in this movie. And then not to not to like the guys dancing in front of him. And then Raju comes in with the silver plate and just starts the beat.
and it just goes so hard and then just explodes and i love it <laughs> <laughs> oh like i was even sitting there towards the end like actually noticing the score like i was like damn <laughs> uh it, it, it was really like on point and like it really helped like some of the scenes drive it home especially one of the ending confession scenes oh my goodness gracious oh yeah yes so let's uh Oh, and then the, this was also the the next, you know, going forward from here, we get into some very like emotional scenes that are also unexpected. But this scene, the end of Natu Natu is really important in my mind because up until this point, you know, Raju has just been a soulless kind of monster. <laughs> like, yes. And I mean, it's first, one of the reasons I loved him. First off, like huge balls to make one of your main characters the bad guy essentially like he like, is... he beats people he he oh he's he's ruthless yeah like he's hurting his own people and we don't understand why like it just seems like he just wants to he's a soldier and this is the first time that we see him like actually lose like take the fall so that Beam could win, so that Beam could get the girl. Like, this is the first time we see him be a human being and not just this super crazy competitive guy. Yay for emotional growth! <laughs> yeah. Raju was gonna win. Like, he was he was not that tired. So he took the fall. <laughs> Between Beam and Raju, Raju is clearly stronger. I mean, he, he took on a whole mob of people. I know Beam beat a, beat a tiger, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, be wrong. Don't get me wrong, but Raju's in another league. All right, so now we're getting into like the second act of this movie, and like the craziest part is that this movie's been totally insane up to this point. But like that was the appetizer. Everything going forward just gets even more nuts. It, awesome. it really it does it doesn't stop. It just picks up more and more. And like and, the thing it tops. Nope, it'll top it later. <laughs> And that's and like the thing that I love about these two characters is that like I think both of the performances are so good because like they just jump between being the most intense, like purpose filled man on a mission dudes to then like whenever they're together, they just look like they're having the best time of their life. But they're hunting each other, and like they don't even realize it. <laughs> you know that scene in Zoolander when they're out on town getting coffee and going to the gas station? It reminds <laughs> me of that every time you see them together. Just, just <laughs> yeah. blissful, ignorant, like dead to the Orange world when they're together. Frappuccino, <laughs> <laughs> gasoline fight. <laughs> That's so true. Like, yeah, like they're just—they have the biggest smile in the world. Like, it's so weird watching Raju, like torture someone or beat up a, a crowd of, of Indians and just have this intensity to him. And then when he's with beam and they're doing not to not to, he just has like the biggest smile on his face. Like it's just, it's so, so wild. The difference. Uh, and speaking of, we now get to a scene, you know, of Raju torturing beams brother to find out what's going on beating the ever-loving shit out of a man a helpless man beating the shit out of him and and then you know beam's brother gets a little superhuman you know uh action of his own he catches a snake that that he can't see that's behind him what 
<laughs> and then throws it at Raju and poisons him. And then taunts him in the most evil, maniacal, like, one-liner ever. Not even the whites have a cure. <laughs> what? Where did that come from? <laughs> Oh god. So then we get the we get the scene of uh of Raju and Beam. You know, Raju's dying, and uh Raju and Beam's friendship is so strong that he senses that his friend's in danger and runs back and sees him. And the the cure that they have, his like tribal cure that he has, it was very interesting. It looked like he just made him drink liquid charcoal. Yeah. Um but uh, it works. It was pretty cool. It also, then, has prayer beat around him, right? Like, yep, yep. And it was the pr- it was the it was the prayer. They're the holy beads or prayer beads. Yeah, that's what informed Raju that Beam, his best friend, is the guy that he's hunting. <laughs> that's right. I did. Yeah, and <laughs> watching him be poisoned, trying to chase him, is one of the funniest things. Yeah, <laughs> and and th- so then we get. So then he's 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 recovering and he's like, oh, I got, I'm it's going to take you a couple days to to recover from this. It takes him like two hours. And then he's, back <laughs> and he's, he's punching the punching bag, screaming in rage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then we get to the storming the castle with the army of wild animals. One I'll of talk the most about an epic scene, one of the most epic things I've ever seen, like that slow mo of him of the truck coming in and then all the animals, animals just bursting forth. And then him with the one the thing torches. we don't use in the U S is we don't use enough slow-mo. Oh, well, I mean, unless you're Zack Snyder and he, <laughs> he, and he uses it too much. Zack Snyder kind of fills the, the quota. He takes all the slow-mo from everyone else. <laughs> okay. So yeah, this whole <laughs> animal storm. Oh, so much <sighs> happens. Like, <laughs> It's, it's an incredible scene and like it feels like a climax and it's not even halfway through. Yeah. You're totally right. Like you're like this is this is the ending of the movie, the <laughs> giant fight. And it's like no, this is the intermission. Like <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. No. But like you got you got the you got beam fighting off people while also fighting off the animals because the animals are trying to kill him along with everyone else. The animals trying to kill each other. It's just pure chaos. Uh, <laughs> my favorite part is beam fighting like the big guard dude, and then he, he just gets hit by the elk. And so then beam is fighting him, but his arm is stuck in the elk. He's just getting yeah, thrown it's way around. bloodier than you think. Like you, oh. <laughs> My favorite is when Beam grabs a jaguar and th- flings it at the dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weaponizes a jaguar? What? <laughs> this is like, okay, this, this is just to remind everyone that, that, that these guys are demigods. Like, <laughs> and then you have Raju, you know, 15 oh. minutes from death charging in on a hell chariot just a chariot that's on fire with four magnificent white horses leading the charge with him in a in his uh police uniform showing like his betrayal and of course beam has no clue what's going on is like why are you wearing this uniform like beams a oh beam you brainless oh that that whole scene of him like trying to arrest him without fighting that was that was heartbreaking (laughs) because you saw i'm telling you that's why beam is not my favorite character i i I love raju (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> but yeah, like he's just so in disbelief, and it's like very obvious. Like, yeah, no, he's he's the bad guy. <laughs> no, it's like, but, come on, dude. <laughs> but they had their best friends moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, and then we we finally get the fight between these two guys. Like we've seen them just be totally insane fighting other people and other things now we see them fight each other and what the fuck that fight like this is why i say this is the greatest superhero movie ever made because like this is the type of superhero fights that we need to see <laughs> we're like they're just when he pulls the chains out with a pile on yeah. it starts... yeah like god of war type shit <laughs> it really was <laughs> and then and then yeah he's like fighting him with the chains and then like they do the whole like thing where he has like a a, a hose of water and then Ro roger's got the torches and they hit each other and it's just unbelievable unbelievable choreography and and then you get roger's uh incredible animal moment where he just superman punches a tiger <laughs> <laughs> with a torch <laughs> boom i love it <laughs> Like, I want to make that, like, I don't know, like, my my screensaver or something. It's just awesome. <laughs> and talk about a, a dominant uh, screensaver. That'd be awesome. The, the thing that I was kind of surprised by is that there was no elephants. And maybe just elephants is too much CGI that they would have to work with. But I feel like there's always elephants involved in movies in India or, I don't know. I've... The main problem I had is they put elk or whatever in the same cages as tigers. <laughs> These were not large cages. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, <laughs> so then we get to, so th then it ends with them fighting. He's, you know, Beam's trying to get to get to the little girl. Then Raju uses his prayer beads against him and <laughs> snatches him up. But then we then we get Raju's reveal. And I I feel like this is at least in recent memory, like this is one of my favorite reveals of a character's motivation. There are zero hints to it leading up to it, which, it, is, yeah, which made like, it even better. Yeah, it was very ambiguous. Like, why is this guy so intense? And they really do a good job of getting you bought in on just like he's a shitty person. Yeah, he's just a robot. Like he's just like he's robot of the law. He's a puppet of the British regime. Yeah, but then yeah, you get the reveal that he was this warrior trained from a kid, and he was a prodigy. You know, he was he was a demigod from the beginning. But yeah, like his whole motivation is that he yeah thinks this is the only way to save his people is he has to work up the ranks, and that's how he can get the guns and he can steal the guns. And. I remember like I was so just locked in on beam is the good guy and Roger's the bad guy. And you know, uh -huh. their, their affection for each other is the tension of the entire movie. But then it was like, Oh, everything I thought about Raju was actually totally wrong. He's it actually, a, me. <laughs> he's a good person doing bad things with good intent, which is like, yeah, you, maybe that's not the right way to go about it, but like it makes sense. Like there's there's logic that you could follow. It's not like a dumb villain reveal where he's like, "I've always been evil." Kind of. <laughs> I've always thing. been in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I thought that was so good, and like 
the load aim shoot scene is so intense. Like his dad, like dying, and he's just shouting. And the fact oh. that he had to kill it. Well, his well, it was his uh, adoptive dad because it was Sita's dad, right? Oh, you might be right. I think it was. I think it was like his. Uh, he's like, <laughs> remember when he found out that he was a prodigy? He was about to beat the ever-loving shit out of him for <laughs> yeah. taking his ammo. He's like, oh wait, never mind. Here, take this. The fact that he had to kill him though, that he had to kill his dad, is like, fuck. Yeah, but it's like this movie has, has does so many things like it does it does the superhero movie thing right it does a dance off it does bromance <laughs> it does it does the i mean beam is essentially doing the plot from taken like they took this little girl and he's yeah. going to save them like they do all these things i was not expecting this movie to, to also do an amazing like kind of traditional war movie or like a war scene, like the whole load aim shoots thing. Like it's like a straight out of like, I don't know, like saving private Ryan, like sniper scene in a movie. The entire like, movie itself was way more brutal than I had thought going. Cause it was what PG 13 for us. Uh, like, or was it even rated for us on Netflix? Like it would uh, definitely be an R for us if it went to theaters. Right. Cause like uh, on, <laughs> on IMDB, it is not rated. But yeah. You, you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect it with just how kind of over the top and humorous it is early on. It's, I mean, like it's the, way more brutal than you think. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like even like the first, the opening scene, or I think it was the opening scene, but where they take the girl from. Oh, from, where they beat the mom's head. in. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. When they hit her with the log that yeah. I was like, Whoa, that set the tone for the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah, like they they pull off like a great war scene, just like old guns, sharpshooting. It was awesome. I just watching the British move in on the village. That it really was like an old war movie. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And so then we get to the flogging scene. You know, Beam has been captured, and they're like, "That was." And again, another thing I was not expecting this movie to pull off was essentially a a. Braveheart slash Passion of the Christ flogging scene, and also to put a musical number to yeah, it. I was gonna say, <laughs> plus put a man singing during it all. <laughs> it, it, it's a real achievement. It's like when, <laughs> it, when it, he, it all fits. Yeah, when, <laughs> he, when he started singing, I was like, oh, I don't know, but then like it works, and I'm like. The one Is thing I don't like about the translation, I want to know, it, like, was I hearing the actor's voice when he was singing? Like, it was so hard to tell sometimes with, like, the translation and dubbed versions. Yeah, and, and that's the hard thing with watching this on Netflix or really watching it anywhere that I could find is the the original language is it's pronounced in uh, I'm here. We go, Telugu. Telugu. That's the actual language. So it wasn't actually that wasn't done. even offered. <laughs> yeah, like, it wasn't <laughs> was... done in Hindi. Hindi is the is the default on Netflix. So like yeah. there's there's no way to watch this in the actual original language, which I really want to do. <laughs> but I think if I if I I might be remembering this wrong, but I think the original actors they did the dub in Hindi. Okay. So okay. So then I, that would have been his voice because I, I had it with Hindi and uh, American, English subtitles. Yeah, yeah, I, I think. I, I don't know for sure. But um, 
But yeah, like that scene was like I it it reminded me a lot of the Passion of the Christ. Um because yeah, like they they have the scenes of like showing it hit against the wood and spiking things off just to show you how intense it is. But then they do the thing where they like pull him in multiple directions, and I'm like, that's Braveheart. Yeah. And yeah, it was a really, really good scene. And this this movie's and just does the, so many <laughs> unexpected things. And then when the mob like surged forward, like the entire scene with that, like it really you felt the tension of the mob like growing and growing. Like they did a really yeah. good job with that entire. And then you also felt Raju, like now that we know his motivation, you could really feel like he did not want to do that. Yeah, they finally gave him an emotion to put on his face. Yeah. And, and like he the 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 actor that does Raju, he is he's amazing. Like he's the standout. I'm a big he's fan. Incredible. Oh he he's he's I I kept trying to find him in other like Bollywood movies on Netflix and I couldn't find anything with him. Uh Mind you, I was yeah. looking for the mustache, you know. <laughs> so after the flogging scene, one of my favorite things happened, and that is where Raju realizes that there is another way to save his people than the the terrible way he's been doing it. The reason I love this so much is really for one reason. It's that Raju... He does not subscribe to the sunken cost the sunken cost fallacy. He's been being this bad dude for 15 years. And there's one moment he's like, oh, there's a different way. Sweet. We don't have to keep going this way. We can do a better way. Like, there's no doubling down. There's no, this is the way I've been doing it. We're gonna see it through. He's just like, nope, this is a better way. This will be good. <laughs> just immediate lateral. Like, whoop, I'm done. It's great. I love it. <laughs> Cause too often it's just like villains or people or whatever they're stubborn and they're like nope i'm doing it my way and he's like nope someone someone else's way is better so let's do that <laughs> i just love it <laughs> uh and so yeah then uh we get the breakout scene of of or of raju saving beam the <laughs> the part that was really just funny about this is we get that great scene where <clears throat> the where the car that ray stevenson is in gets like hit or blown up or whatever. Bro. Ray Stevenson goes goes <sighs> Matrix super like he goes slow mo and gets once his own a Sith, slow-mo always scene. a Sith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he gets his nice little sniper scene. And I was like, oh that was fun. <laughs> but Dude, then he... I love <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I just <laughs> that his car was mid blowing up. <laughs> he manages to grab a gun out of the air, aim down the scope, and and just the visual of uh, Raju's car blowing up and him and the little girl exploding out of it yeah. was hilarious. Well, and I loved that that Ray Stevenson he gets the slow mo scene. He hits the car, then they don't do the they don't do the other car in slow mo. The other car just blows up and flips in a flash. Oh, so it, quick! It, it, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, you're just like whoa. What? <laughs> they look like they were ragdolls just rocketing <laughs> off screen. Oh, guys, so good. The little girl's uh, scream is etched in my memory. <laughs> and so, yeah, then uh, then Beam saves, or sorry, Raju saves Beam. Uh, Raju or Beam thinks that Raju tries to kill the girl, and he doesn't. But then we get that great scene of Raju just like 
I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like octopusing all of the other <laughs> soldiers where he's just like wrapping arms and legs to hold them down. Yeah. He had like five dudes and like only four like appendages. It was really impressive. <laughs> oh, and then beam has a nice moment where he meets up with, uh, with Sita at the, the place he's hiding out. And then Sita tells beam. She everything had her own badass moment too, though. Oh Yeah the smallpox threat yeah that, and then getting kicked in the stomach <laughs> yeah she got kicked real hard yeah the british didn't give a fuck <laughs> yeah some of the some of the women in this movie get hit fucking hard. <laughs> they don't, yeah the british they are they are hard and, and they just get back up they're they're hardcore yeah see that was right, right right up right ready to go yeah uh yeah she gets kicked in the stomach and then she's like you guys want some food <laughs> <laughs> badass moment uh but yeah then she tells beam about who raja really is he's not a beautiful bastard he's a beautiful hero um <laughs> <laughs> the mo the scene his beam's face when he hears that information is the best <laughs> just what have i done <laughs> i'm the villain <laughs> yes beam you son of a bitch <laughs> oh, but th then we get uh, and then we we cut straight to raju at the at the prison they're like he hasn't eaten for um for a month he, he's gonna be crying <laughs> for death <laughs> he's just doing pull-ups <laughs> and then he talks shit and gets his legs murdered <laughs> yeah and the, again talking about how good looking this guy is he pulls off three different distinctly distinct looks throughout this movie just mustache clean clean cut then beard and clean cut and then essentially the jesus look like he's oh, got man. long locks he's got the beard that and he pulls it all off yeah that prison look got me yeah, Beam just looks the same the entire movie. He's got one look. <laughs> Clueless. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then they break his legs and throw him into solitary. And then Raju just goes back to doing pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the cramp leg little so like, fuck it. It's just a beast. And then we get to, I, I think you said this is one of your favorite scenes, the prison break scene. Oh, my God. So, like, Walk us through, walk us through, like, I don't know, your your first time watching this or what, like, what's your experience? Like, what do you get hyped for when you see, when you start this sequence? Like, one of the things I wasn't expecting is them to punch the goddamn ground to make enough of an echo to each other mm -hmm. to, like, communicate. That that was one of the funniest things is, like, what? How, how does he know? It's like they're doing sonar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just slamming the ground, just showing you how strong they are. I, like I didn't realize that his legs were still broken when Beam got to Raju, so mm. when <laughs> when they combined like a Megazord, it really <laughs> threw me. But it turned into one of the like the most ridiculous scene of the entire movie. Oh yeah, well, and and then also like it starts with Beam just full on ripping the door. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, the the fa the face of him when he's like straining to pull that up. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, just, that's pretty classic. He just hulks it, but yeah, the I think you, I think you said it right. The Megazord <laughs> breakout scene assemble. I think I think that's it, it's going to go down in history as one of the best action scenes ever like i don't think 
I don't think it can be recreated. I don't think anyone could could do something that ridiculous and pull it off. It's so funny. It's so entertaining. It's everything. From when they flipped up the light light tower, the tower yeah, with the this... light. The, I was like, "What the fuck did I just watch? What did they just do?" <laughs> well, I, my favorite part of that entire thing is when they reload. Like, oh, he just put yes. Yeah, like Roger's just like <laughs> double double fisting these rifles and just shooting, and then he just like turns them upside down and then beam reloads them and then. Pops Why don't them they out. do it every time? Sometimes he shoots twice. Three times, then reloads, and then what? What? <laughs> oh, I loved it though. When it uh, when they kept picking each other, like they kept picking up people, like two people by the necks, and throwing them as he's carrying somebody. <laughs> it's it, it's so ridiculous, but like you have to just love the creativity. I just that. love the the entire scene is funny. Like with their remember at the top of the light tower when they kicked the guy off they pose there as everybody's looking at him and then everybody like starts shooting and they run away it's it's funny as shit like i love it <laughs> yeah like yeah like they they do that long shot of them like at the top of the the tower and then like they do the long like flip all the way through and like double <laughs> <kick> the guy <laughs> yeah catching the light pole swing oh my goodness like i just i want to I wish I would love to be a fly on the wall in the writer's room. Like when they were like mapping out, how do, what does this scene look like? How do we, <laughs> what do made this? them think of this? <laughs> What's well, like, we get that one hint of this early on during their bromance phase of them, like doing squats together to like work out. And like, he was like on his shoulder. It's like the one little hint that this is coming back. <laughs> and it's, it's just glorious. <laughs> And when you're watching, you don't think that it's going to mean anything. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, that was a crucial plot point. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, and so then, then that leads us to the to the final action scene um, where, you know, Ra- Raju has another miraculous healing event where his legs, you know, they heal up nice. He also and- gets a bow and arrow from a statue. <laughs> He gets a bow and arrow. He gets a new outfit. I call this his final form. Like he evolves. He goes Super Saiyan in this final, <laughs> this final sequence. But this is the least pretty he was all movie. Uh, maybe. Yeah, he he is more cleaned up. You know. Yeah. The long hair, the beard. I miss it, the stash. It, it, I, I miss it. Yeah, they needed a scene where he just like took a knife out and just like got the stash but he just how stash how out. amazing would it have been if he took the time to like clean up his face before going to murder the army <laughs> but yeah like so then he 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 goes he be he becomes the fire he just starts being the greatest archer to ever live it's some real like legolas level archery oh when beam's drinking the water and he shoots the arrow between the water <laughs> as they're about to shoot beam oh man talk about epic shot or like there's there's several like incredible shots like he does the one where he shoots the arrow into the tree and then kicks the arrow through the <laughs> through tree into the guy's head or like then puts grenades on the top of arrows and just yeah. starts raining just pure destruction or there's the one where like 
there's a guy like coming at him, like jumping at him or something. And he like shoots an arrow into the guy, kills the guy. But then as the guy is flying by him, he grabs the <laughs> arrow out of him and shoots it again and kills someone else. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. He never showed this. Like he never used guns until that one fight with the stacking up. And he does amazing. It's like, yeah. why, why weren't you using these earlier? I was like, again, I was like, Lord of the Rings Legolas is like this is some of the best art, you know, archery fighting we've ever seen. There's some next level stuff in this. I'm like, God, these guys are just doing whatever they want. And it's awesome. <laughs> like the CGI for the movie is really underrated. Even the animals, are, like there are a few scenes of the animals being like, really? That looks fake. They look really good for the most part. Yeah. And again, they kind of set the expectations. It's like the polar opposite of when you watch the, like the flash, like the flash is, you're like, oh, this is a high budget movie. And they've been hyping this up for so long. It's been a development. It's like this movie looks like shit. Did the flash is this, was so good for the first half? Is this AI generated? Like, what is? Ugh. Didn't? But, yeah, no, that that yeah, no, th- this had better CGI than the Flash for sure. Especially the end scene of the Flash, like that wasn't believable at all. Yeah, but fucking yeah, Nick that, Cage. <laughs> I loved it, but it was like, wow, you look like a 1990s computer program. <laughs> but uh yeah so and that takes us to the end you know they they bring ready aim or load aim shoot back one more time and uh raju has i think uh maybe the best voice ever saying that he just he gets real deep with it it's like but why did they give beam the gun because raju was essentially taking the place of his of his father and spreading like, the revolution to other people. I get that. Yeah, like okay. his father taught him to do the load aim shoot. He was the leader. And then, yeah, the movie ends. And yeah, he's like, he's like, You're, I want to lead you. I want to be your mentor. And I want you to mentor me. So, yeah, it was kind of like he was taking that spot of his father. It's mentoring beam. So I heard we're getting RRR2. That's, I've heard they're making another one. Which, based off how successful this one was, RR2 might take the top spot for the India list. <laughs> I, you know, I'll go see it. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have to do a theatrical release, like a wide theatrical release here in, in the U.S. Like, I don't, I don't even know I if they a, did. They I, must have done a limited release here in the U.S. Did. But It was here. They, they actually released it twice where I live. I have uh, a... So... They actually, interestingly enough, they advertised my city in India for people to move here. Oh. Um, yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, so we have a very large Indian population. So we get all like the Indian Bollywood movies in our local like AMC theaters. So I actually got to see RRR both on Netflix and in theaters. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. When, when you saw it in theaters, was it, was it in Hindi or with English in... subtitles, thank God. <laughs> but but it, yeah. it was in, it was in Hindi. It wasn't in the the original language. You know what? I actually don't know. It could have been in the original language. It didn't. I don't remember it. I couldn't understand it either way. <laughs> yeah, and I th- I just I noticed the first time I watched it that I was like, wait, the Hindi can't be the original language because the mouth is not matching. Yeah, and that took me forever to realize when I was rewatching it the other day. I was like. Is this, and then I was like, why are they advertising Hindi on the title of their own movie? 
I thought that was weird too, and like the mouths weren't matching again. I was like, "What?" I had to go Google it real quick. Because yeah, like I, I never watch the English sub for live action foreign movies. Like the the mouth not matching bothers me. Honestly, anything I would try to watch like original language with. I'll just put like English subtitles. Like my brother got me to watch subtitles back in college, and I have it on everything now. Yeah, the only thing I the only thing I'm okay with watching the dub of is is like anime or something, just because the mouths don't really matter. But that's true. Assuming the English dub is is good, if the English dub a dub is crap, then I'll switch. Yeah, sometimes they mess it up, and sometimes those voices really aggravate me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like if uh, yeah, like if whenever our our two comes out like i'm definitely going to theaters for that because this would have been such a fun movie to see in theaters yeah like, especially with a bunch of like indians there seeing it too like they got really into it it's yeah it, it put a lot more like like when you go see like avengers like in game in theaters for the first time and stuff like yeah people there are, add something to it yeah <laughs> uh well matt thank you all right here before we wrap up Matt, uh, let me just ask you on the spot. If you had to pick your favorite action sequence from this movie, we talked about a lot of them. Which one do you think is your your favorite? The one that you're like, I got, I'm going to go YouTube this whenever I want because I just want to see it. That the, the, when they invade the compound with the tigers. <laughs> what like that slow-mo scene with all the animals like charging out of the animal crates with him and the fire and then roger coming in with like the flaming it doesn't <laughs> they never explain why that chariot was on fire man yeah. <laughs> and he hit beam with that tire of that chariot and like just slammed into it it was beautiful that now, is a very scene. good point why was the chariot on fire <laughs> they did not explain it did roger do that <laughs> like with he had to have he, he does, does he have a does he have a, a thing for the theatrics like he's he, like dude, he, make, had to, he, changed, he was dying from poison <laughs> he went and he had to have gone home to change where else did he get his uniform and it was pressed it was clean <laughs> then he went and hooked up four white matching horses <laughs> set that cage on fire set that shit on fire and drove it no he he's a theatrical man and he got in a little workout before the whole thing he was punching the bag oh, like, oh yeah that's right so not only did he have enough time to work out punch <laughs> the but, <laughs> but he had time to go home prep his uniform and dress up yeah no <laughs> you know, incredible now that we're talking about it raju might have had enough time to actually stop this whole thing from happening but he's like i, I gotta get a workout in i gotta press my suit i gotta set this chariot on he fire saved so know, many animal lives got to make an entrance but uh <laughs> <laughs> an epic entrance oh though. god yeah that one's pretty great plus you get the you get the only fight between the two guys which is awesome uh yeah i think that's probably the pick second i'd probably go with the uh riding on on uh on the shoulders prison break oh my second one's the bridge scene oh yeah the the bridge romance so good. it's just it's it's short it really, yeah. But it's so good. Like that's a good. Like, hey, I got two minutes while I'm on, while I'm on the toilet. I'm gonna watch this. Hundred <laughs> <real quick. laughs> percent. 
Uh, well, Matt, thank you so much for hopping on, uh, talking about this amazing movie. It was a blast, and uh, we'll definitely have to have you come back and talk about Anytime. some more movies. Thanks uh, for having me on. All right, everyone. Hope you had as much fun with RRR as we did. God, that movie is so good. Just a blast. It's wild. It's crazy. And it's right up my alley. But next week, Renee will be back. And we are preparing for Halloween season, for scary movie season. And we're going to kick that off with doing a double feature. We're going to be talking about the 1980 classic, The Shining. And then it's like 30 later sequel, Dr. Sleep with Ewan McGregor. And this will be fun because I have not, I have not seen The Shining in a very long time. And I never saw Dr. Sleep, but I heard it was real great. So I'm excited to revisit and then watch this new movie. Uh, the Shining, don't think it's streaming anywhere, but it's a classic. It's worth a buy or a rent at the least. Uh, Dr. Sleep, though, is streaming on Max. So if you have that, then you're good to go there. Yeah, we'll be doing that next week. So join us next time on the regular exclusive podcast. <laughs> <laughs>